Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and tonight I'm doing an, a late night movie review of A Chinese Odyssey 3. This is the third part of um, the Chinese Odyssey series. The first two films came out in the 90s back to back. This one came out in 2016, so there's obviously a very big gulf between the films. Uh, both uh, both movies are directed by Jeffrey Lau. Uh, the first two are considered classics. These are really, really great movies. They're um, uh, just magnificent slapstick and comedy with Stephen Chow. It's just a, a really off-the-wall interpretation of Journey to the West. And it still manages to have a lot of heart, even though it goes in these wildly crazy directions and has a lot of uh, just, you know, unexpected comedic beats. The The thing that I really liked about the original Chinese Odyssey movies is the, uh, is the setups for so much of the humor. It's the groundwork is really laid out in such a uh, deliberate way. So it, it, it just, it just uh, you have to see it, but I think I did a blog review of it uh many years ago and there's a uh, a famous scene where uh where it's essentially just a, a ball kicking scene the guy getting kicked in the crotch over and over and over again but the way that they set it up the the way they incorporate some of the magical conceits of the setting into it it it, ju- it it's just really funny and works really well and and Stephen chow really helps carry the movie so the first two are Amazing, you, you you know I I, I think I think that they're uh, um, you know you know just incredible movies and the third one which recently came out I kind of had high hopes for but I also knew this might not be um, uh, you know the greatest thing in the world and so uh, I, I'm not going to recap the first two movies you can go find those on my blog or find recaps elsewhere but basically it the the original uh, the, 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 the original Chinese Odyssey films are the story of Monkey King, um, but done in a very interesting way where he's uh, sort of reincarnated in this, uh, as this bandit king named Joker who uh, ends up falling in love with and marrying a, uh, a bone demon. Um, and uh, then he gets uh, sent back in time and... Or, uh, is it back or forward? I think it's back in time, where he meets um, where he meets a uh, a woman who turns out to be uh, one of two sisters who were the uh, uh, sort of the, the 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 wicks of the Buddha's lamp, and and so now she's known as uh, Shishia Immortal, and uh, and her sister I think is Chishia. And, and again, forgive me for mispronouncing these names, but I'm, I'm not terribly good with this, and this is a late-night movie review. Uh, so so he, uh, uh, he, he ends up meeting her, and she's sort of this uh, uh, you know, swordswoman who has a split personality because uh, during the daytime, uh, she controls her body, and during the nighttime, her sister controls her body. But he ends up uh, meeting her, and there's this thing that happens in, in, the, in the first movie where the where people are able to shrink down and go inside a person's body. And uh, Shishia uh, shrinks down and goes inside Monkey's, uh, Joker's body. And 
and she sheds a tear while she's in there and the tear ends up uh, uh, causing him to uh, forget about his, his previous love for the bone demon who's named Bok Jing Jing I think and uh, and 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 falling in love with her and so then he he uh, uh, eventually Joker uh, becomes Monkey King once again and uh, you know as he at the at the the final moment of the movie where he he, he sort of realizes how uh, how much love he has for uh, for Zizia, uh she's killed and and then he's sort of catapulted into uh, uh, you know the next phase of the of 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 his existence which is this you know uh, following the longevity monk uh on his journey to the west so it, it what what those movies did is they and again this is probably a horrible recap because it's so late so forgive me but the uh what those movies did that i that i really loved was it, it's almost like they they took all of the journey to the west and squished it down and just it felt like it was all in one spot, and in, in and in some cases, this is literally the case. Like they're literally turned this one cave into like three or four different locations in the in the storyline, and they have an explanation for how it can all happen at this at this one spot. So you just it's just this really interestingly condensed sort of I, I don't even know how to describe it, but it um, but it, it really works, and and. Uh, and and again, like I said, it still manages to have like a lot of heart and uh, and 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 the whole uh, romantic uh, storyline is um, even though there's all this humor going on, is still kind of moving. Uh, so so now we have part three, and and where that picks up is uh, the character of Jishia has. Uh, now keep in mind, there's this there's this device in the in in the first movies that um, in one of the English translations it's just called Pandora's box, another it's the moonlit box. But basically, if you open it under moonlight and utter some some magic words, you can use it to to mess with time, go back in time, things like that. And and so she apparently has this box as well and is using it to go forward in time to to see what happens to her and Monkey. And she sees that she dies and that Monkey ends up having to go on uh, alone on his journey to the west so she decides that she's gonna uh go against her fate and and uh and 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 break up with monkey and and make it so that he can you know he can live a happy life and she doesn't have to die and and, and the the subtitles are a little bit confusing it's a little unclear to me whether her primary motivation is out of a love for monkey or out of self-concern for her own you know uh, life uh, I, I I think that the movie works better if it's the former um, but uh, but it was a little bit unclear uh, from the from the subtitles so so obviously fate is important here and one of the one of the things that uh, emerges over the course of the of the film is that the Jade Emperor is got this crazy scheme because there is some problem in the uh, uh, in in the in the book of fate, where he he has made a mistake and he doesn't want people to know he's made a mistake, and so he he gets like a uh, uh, of an alternate version of monkey uh, who apparently had some sort of liaison with um uh with with Shishia's sister, 
and uses him in order to 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 cover up his own mistake. And so the the end the end result of all this, and I'm going to give a big spoiler away here, but the end result of all this is at the end of the movie, uh, things change, but they also remain completely the same. And I don't know. I was not. I I I I have to be honest. I I I wanted to like this movie a lot, and I just couldn't. It just didn't. Maybe too many years had passed, or maybe I'm just elevating the original into too lofty a position in my mind, and and that affected how I interpreted this movie. But I thought that that it just almost every turn this kind of fell short. There were certainly moments. There were moments where I saw like flickers of of the of the original or where I felt like oh that's an interesting spin on the original and when the film first opened the very first moment I thought ah this is going to be fun because they're taking the premise and they're riding with it um but it just it just for me it just didn't work uh I did like that they brought in some cameos like Karen Mock who played the original Bok Jing Jing also is in this is in this movie and and she you know is believable in the same role this many years later so uh so i thought that was i mean this the the original movie was made in 1995 and so uh, i'm i'm not going to do the math right now but i think it's like 22 22 years ago so so that was pretty impressive i thought that uh she looked like she had not aged a day and um and the uh uh and and they did do little uh like they they tried to recapture some of the magic of the first movie there's a very famous scene in in the uh uh second uh chinese odyssey where longevity monk sings only you in a really it's just a very interesting scene because it's so unexpected and you just start suddenly singing this song and and he's not doing a terribly good job of singing it either and and then the way that Stephen Chow just plays off that and the, it just really works. It's it's a it's I I wish I could safely post a link to a clip of it, but I can't, so uh, I will not do so. But 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 watch a journey to the, uh, sorry uh, a Chinese Odyssey two and look for that scene because it's hysterical. And uh, they had something similar, but it just didn't work. It was in, in this one they had longevity monk dressed as Michael Jackson and in his Moonwalker outfit. Uh, from you know back in the late 80s and it just it just didn't I don't know for me it didn't work I, th- I thought it was almost too creepy uh, maybe maybe it, because it again it's competing with the the original and 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 part of what made that scene work so well in the original is how unexpected it was and 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 here you're kind of on the lookout for this stuff so again I, I feel almost like at times I'm being a little unfair to the movie because it it really is competing against it's like imagine that you you made this great masterpiece and then and then you have to make a sequel to it you know it's it's i i I can't really fault the director but but also just the way it was shot felt a little bit weird to me and part of that might have been this was like a blu-ray and i saw it on like um on a tv with like a backlit thing and that might have affected some of it but it just kind of looked like uh it looked almost like a made for tv movie to me uh, it didn't, uh, it, so it didn't really blend well 
with the the first one. I thought a lot of the acting was fine. Um, again, though, I think like you know Stephen Chow is this you know just incredible like physical performer and actor and comedian and and uh, and so that you know that's a lot to have to uh, um, to compete against. So uh, I, I I I you know and um, I thought that the woman that played uh, Shishia did a good job. They had Tiffany Tang who. Um, who I remember from uh, Juan, uh, was it Juan Yuan Sword, Scar of Sky, and uh, you know there were a number of other uh, you know I think really well cast uh, roles. It's just that the I, I feel like just something about this one just didn't gel together. There was an Avatar reference. There were there were lots of little things. There were a few really good moments. There were there there were moments in the movie where I, I got into it i'm not going to say that it's a horrible film it just it just does not compare with the original and um and 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 some of the changes i didn't quite understand like in the in the first chinese odyssey movies um the uh the the bull king character is like a like he really looks like a bull demon he doesn't you know he doesn't look like a handsome man or anything and in uh, in this movie, I forget who they had playing him. Um, I'm gonna have to look it up because I'm not a hundred percent sure. But but whoever they had playing him, they, you know, is he, uh, he 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 looked like a normal guy with some crazy hair um, and and some horns, but he was just kind of more dolled up and stuff. And I thought that. Uh, uh, and it's not that that's bad. I've seen a lot of versions of Journey of the West where it's a little more than guys with blue makeup or black makeup or whatever to you know make them look a little bit like some other kind of creature. Uh, and so it really that isn't the issue. It's just that it didn't connect to the you know in the, in, in the previous two that's not what he looked like. So it just I think it would have made more sense to make him resemble the Bull King from from the first two versions. Um, you know, again, I mean, obviously, a lot of the actors have to be recast. So some things that they they can't they can't uh, they can't overcome. But yeah, so I mean, again, the first movies are outstanding. You should absolutely watch the first two films. And and again, this is a, a very late night movie review, so I do apologize if I if I butchered the plot or uh, or or just not done a uh, done justice to it. But th- this version. It just didn't have like the first film had so much really well planned comedy, and I just didn't get that from this. There were there, again, there were moments, but even the moments where it felt like there was a lot of comedy going on, there was also a lot of special effects and stuff, and I actually found that kind of confusing. Um, the The whole initial portion of the film, I think, is a little bit confusing. Um, which isn't that crazy. I mean, the the first two movies kind of jump around a lot too. There's they're not they're, they're fairly manic, and you kind of have to keep up, and and that's okay. So I don't really mind that here, but in in some instances it clouded the humor, and so so um, so I just was not uh, just just not as. Uh, uh, thrilled with this one as I was with the originals and I didn't feel that it connected as well to the originals and 
and it's and, and I do think they could have done it and done something really great with it. And and I and and I feel kind of like they maybe did take some chances. Like some of the stuff they did was sort of quirky and interesting, but it just it's for me this just did not work. Um, uh, and I don't I, I you know I I, uh, I you know it almost felt kind of like it was like put together too quickly or something. I I. I uh, and I don't know, maybe, maybe if I, you know, after my initial disappointment, when I go back and watch it again in like a week or something, it'll, I'll enjoy it more. But, uh, but right now, just after this first viewing, I, I really was not, uh, was not enthralled with the film. And, and I, and, and I felt like it kind of took things in directions that I don't know from, from the, I mean, it, 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 there was there was this whole thing where they're going up into you know dealing with the Jade Emperor and it just felt kind of like a really odd way to go with the story. I didn't feel like they needed to add that in. Um, I kind of understand why they did it, but I, I just didn't think it was necessary. I, I felt like they already had all the the locations and people they needed, and they just needed to work with that. But uh, but um, but yeah, and also just just some of the stuff. I don't know. It just didn't. It just didn't come together for me. Uh, um, but I again, I would still highly recommend people go watch the first two. Um, you know, check this one out. But I I I I, I really can't recommend it that strongly. So, um, yeah. So so anyways, uh, and this is one movie where uh, you know. I kind of, I kind of, I mean, I watched the first 10 minutes of it about a week ago and it looked pretty bad. And I was like, well, I should go watch the originals just so that I'm fair. And it took me a couple of days to get to that. And then I had a few things to tend to. So I didn't get to the review until tonight. But, uh, um, and, and tonight is when I, you know, finally rewatched the, uh, the third movie. And, and so again, maybe I was just tired. You know, I am going to watch it again and see if that adjusts any of my impression. Um, you know, and hopefully I understood everything because it was a little bit, little bit confusing. But I, I just really, it just does not feel like it came from the same mind as the first one. Um, so, so all right. Well, that's my thoughts. Again, it's a Chinese Odyssey three. Uh, came out last year and it's directed by Jeffrey Lau, uh, Tiffany Tang, uh, Han Gung, and uh, Jackie Wu Jing. Uh, Karen Mock has a uh, a brief cameo in it, like I said, uh, reprising her role, and that was delightful. That I thought was very uh, was you know that that I was happy about. But then I kind of wanted way more of them, and I I didn't feel like we were quite getting them. And I understand why some of them we weren't getting. You know, there's a you know um, so, uh, you know one of the actresses from the first one has had a real uh, tragic life since it came out, and so. I mean, since, you know, since that, that period. So, um, I, I, I imagine that they weren't going to be able to get her in. And, um, I'm trying to think who else from the first movie was in this one. Um, I mean, Jeffrey Lau made an appearance, but he's the director. So that's, uh, I could have sworn there was another cameo, but I can't, I can't remember. But, but yeah, so I'm rambling. So I will let you go and I will talk to you later.